Every day, you make decisions that affect you and the people you care about. So do your elected officials. That's why elections are so important, because you are picking the leaders who will make choices that directly impact you and your community. Vote411.org is your tool for accurate and unbiased election information, whether you're registering to vote or learning more about your local candidates. Your vote is your megaphone. Use it to pick the leaders you trust. Get online, get the facts, and make your voice heard on Election Day. Moving forward. Well, um, so the first part of, of all of our interviews with everyone is that I, I like to get a little breakdown on what your office does before about before we talk about what we want to what you'd want to do with your office. So if you could explain what a council member does for our listeners out there. Okay, so we kind of introduce and take care of our community on the local level. Um, we don't have the say, unfortunately, in things like raising minimum wage or um, influencing really like Department of Education things. I know that money is really an issue for a lot of people and the education here is really important to a lot of people. Um, we can speak to the state level on those things and speak for our community. Really, we, we do a lot of listening and being the voice for our community on the higher levels. We do make some laws. Um, we can limit things like Airbnbs, which is great. Um, we can insist that um, women are paid the same as their male counterparts in certain jobs, that kind of thing. So um, we introduce laws on the local level. Thank you for that. You know, there's there's been a lot of people uh, have given the right definition, yourself included, but you've all given a little insight or different way to talk about it. And I think that's important about the listening factor and what can mm -hmm. actually be done. Um, you know, a lot of you guys hit the nail on the head as far as like the general legislative, what your job does. But like the um, I feel that there's a lot of stuff that city council members get. Uh, hung up for by the uh, the public that they they don't understand that how much their their hands are tied because they're really they really are listeners first and then legislators after. Yes, yes, and there are certain things as well as um, limitations because we are considered a part of the United States. Um, that has its own limitations in that we cannot do the incredible thing that like New Zealand did and forbid um, outside investors from purchasing property here, hmm. which would be incredible if we could. But because we are considered part of the United States, that's we don't have that jurisdiction. Hmm. I, I, I like where that conversation could go. I want to put a little check mark on that for another time. <laughs> I feel like I could go like down a deep one with you on that conversation. Let's let's get into you though. Let's get a little backstory on Nara and tell us, you know, where you come from, where your roots are, and and what okay. uh, hailed you to this calling. Well, um, I grew up in Haiku. I am the third oldest of nine kids. My mother was a midwife. My father was a photographer. 
my dad, Chico Boone, was an amazing photographer. Um, back in the day when, like, Kahumanu wasn't that major and, like, Christmas pictures with Santa were at Maui Mall. My dad was the designated photographer, and he had the knack for um, taking pictures while kids that were freaking out were breathing. So on their inhale, <laughs> it looked like they might be smiling and he could capture the shot. <laughs> um, he was a wizard at that. My mother was a midwife. And so I grew up with the community at our door. You know, the hearing the tires in the gravel and is Tina here? And then listening while a baby was born in our bathroom or the side room or in the gazebo behind our house. Um, so helping community has always been just something that we did as a family. I myself am a professional singer and a voice teacher. Um, I've been singing since I was about 13 professionally and teaching for probably close to 15 years now, something like that. I specialize in um helping people find their voices, especially those that have dealt with maybe childhood trauma or domestic violence or um, sexual assault, those things that make people feel powerless and makes them feel unheard. And so my job as a voice teacher is not only to, you know, help people sing better, but really it's to release their authentic voice and their own personal power. And then that bleeds out into the rest of their lives and how they communicate with the rest of the world. It's kind of incredible. Um, I teach in the schools as well. Uh, this past year I taught. Thankfully, I haven't been able to teach in the schools the last two years because of the pandemic and singing being um, kind of a dangerous activity with the particles flying in the air. But um, this past year I got to teach at Haiku School and then at Root School, and then at Seabury Summer Program. Um, and one of the things that was especially touching this year for me is I walked into a classroom, and the teacher, the teacher um, said, I have one student that I know is just not going to participate. He's special needs. He's not going to engage. We're just going to let him do his own thing. And within five minutes, that kid was on the carpet, and he was doing the vocal warm-ups, and he ended up being the one to memorize the lyrics the best, sing the song the best. Um, it was just incredible. She was just like, this is really touching to see him emerge as a little person with the rest of the class, you know, and actually becoming a leader of the class when she didn't think that he was going to participate at all. Um, originally, I was asked, um, I was on my way to Akaku to sit in, um, substitute as the news uh, anchor for the Maui Daily, the Akaku News Show. And my friend Kate Griffiths called me and said, I have one question for you, but it's a big one would you consider running for Maui County Council? And I just laughed. I laughed like, this is not my forte, you know. Um, she said, Nara, you, you carry yourself well. You listen to others. You have dealt with so many different family members that you know how to deal with different personalities. You're a fixture in the community. And um, 
you know, you can help people. So I thought about it for a couple of weeks and then Uncle Alika Atai contacted one of my sisters and asked that someone in our family run because we have longtime educators um, in our family. My brother's a first responder. Um, we have small business owners. We're just, you know, we're, we're very involved in the community. And when that second call happened, I decided to answer. My mom used to, um, I used to assist her with home births. And she said to me, Nara, if people are asking you, are asking to have your presence there, that means that this is something that you're meant to do. And I remembered that, you know, if I can help people on a larger scale, then I absolutely want to do it because we need help. We need help and we need people to see us, those that are the foundation of the community that are struggling so hard when all these people with money can just do whatever they want on the rest of us that are the real lifeblood of the islands are having to move off island and, you know, and struggle. So I figured if I, if I can help, I will help. And that's why I'm running. Right on. So, um, Wow. With that being said, um, what what have you what have you been hearing from your community? Then you know what what has uh, <laughs> what what is what is needed the most right now? You know what is needed. What is needed is affordable. Attain. I'm sorry, my thing is going off. Attainable um, housing. We need a lower cost of living. We need food sustainability um those are some of the things but we also need better care of um those that are at risk here Mm -hmm. those with mental illness especially with this pandemic and honestly if you look at things like mental illness and drug abuse a lot of that comes just from the stress of trying to survive here absolutely so it's all intertwined, but we need better care for mental health and for addiction and for houselessness, but it's just all combined. And that's, that's what I'm hearing from the community. We need, we need somebody that will stand up and fight for us. I am um, <laughs> sorry. I, I was reminded I used to work at the show. Ulalana. Mm-hmm. Um, it's an award-winning show that was in Lahaina for um, 19 years that I was the lead, one of the two original lead vocalists for the first 10 years. And the general manager said of me once that I was the best and worst kind of employee. And I was the best because I was passionate about my job and I was the worst because I stood up for others. <laughs> and I advocated for others. I haven't stopped. That's still who I am. And I, you know, I plan to do that for the community. Right on. You know, uh, I, I totally feel you. Uh, as a member of the entertainment industry, uh, I can yeah. totally hear a manager somewhere out there telling you to 
not be uh, sticking up for someone. So like, it's a no, it's <laughs> yeah. a rough world out there. So to be able to hold on to that outspokenness and continue to the point to where you know a community would seek you, that's an important thing. So I'm, I'm glad that uh, you know you haven't lost sight of that. That's good. Yeah. Well. Um, in response to what people need, what do you feel as per if you had the position that you could accomplish with it? Some of the things I could accomplish. Um, I want to make sure that development that's done for housing is really actually truly affordable housing for our community and the longtime residents. Um, I would love to see you know, all these empty buildings here, we just keep building out, you know, from there's so many empty buildings between Maui Mall, Ka'ahumanu, Maui Marketplace, and now there's whole pillar. Even like uh, Kulamalu up, up in Kula by Longs, there's so many empty commercial spaces that on the county level, we could rezone and make those multi-use dwellings and get us more housing as opposed to these, you know, affordable housing projects that don't are not a hundred percent affordable housing that they are, you know, they, they started $500,000. I mean, it takes a lot of money. To, yeah. To well, and then I feel like that, that like that's, that's only if they get made on time because then, you well, know, <laughs> a lot of these yeah. are like part of those package deals with the McMansions. So like we have to wait on, you know, uh, a couple McMansions get made and then they go, oh, yeah, I'll finally make those ones that I promised you. And then they take so right. long that the housing market's gone up again. And that house that was going to clock in at like 350 to 500 is going to turn into 750. I mean, for as long as it's going to take for that workforce housing to happen in the valley, I don't really see those houses like unless something's done to really like help hold the housing economy down. Like it's just going to keep inflating at this rate. Absolutely. And Gabe Johnson and Keani Rollins-Fernandez have done some really incredible work advocating for the community. Um, you know, Keani giving, giving Kuleana lands, shoreline lands, um, you know, tax breaks so that their property taxes aren't skyrocketing to compare to the mansion right next to them. Or Gabe Johnson with this affordable housing the, the list, the Kama'aina, you have to be Kama'aina. Now, here's where the limit comes in. You have to be Kama'aina for at least two years um, to be considered first on the list. So the longer you've been on the island, the higher up you are on the affordable housing list. Mm -hmm. I wish it could be 10 years. I wish it could be 15. It could be the true people of the islands and not someone that just moved here in the beginning of the pandemic. But once again considered part of the United States. And so that limitation is there as well. Um, the county cannot say, cannot interfere in business on land, like regulating the rents necessarily, but they can say how the land can be used, if that makes sense. So, yeah, um, yeah, I'm sorry that I just went on a little bit of a tangent there. <laughs> no, that's okay. That's okay. I mean, this is this is your time to this is our time to get to know you and time for you to expand uh, on the things that are, you know, nearest to you on the matter. I mean, yeah. especially since like So let I mean, me I that thank you. That got me back on track. Something else I'm really interested in and passionate about is when these um 
these affordable housing projects are done, when any neighborhoods are done, really, I want more complete streets and greenways and open spaces. Um, my father, the photographer, <laughs> John Chico Boone, he was actually killed on Hana Highway riding his bicycle. And I would say in the last year, there have been so many casualties of pedestrians and bicyclists and those poor um, couple people that were sleeping in their car mm -hmm. because it was cheaper than getting a hotel or anything else. They were workers from Lanai and they were sleeping in their car overnight to go back the next day and they were hit and killed in their car. That needs to stop. We need to have places where people can bike safely, walk safely, removed from the roadways. That's big on my list. And something else that I want to do for our community has been talked about forever, and that's a birth center. My mom was known as Tina the Midwife. Um, she was a midwife here for almost 40 years, delivered many, well, assisted. She wouldn't say she delivered. She assisted the moms, <laughs> the moms in their delivery of hundreds and hundreds of babies. Um, during this pandemic, I watched so many expectant mothers begging for midwives or begging for an alternative from the hospital that was limiting, you know, only one person in the labor and delivery or afraid of COVID or whatever it is. And all the midwives were at max capacity as well. So a birthing center that could combine the expertise of midwives and the expertise of doctors and have medical equipment and have a breast milk bank, um, which I think is really important, especially now with this formula shortage. I, I, the panic of mothers searching for that last, you know, canister or can of formula on the shelves has been heartbreaking and if we had a breast milk bank that is food security for our babies so that's something else that i would like to see happen and i would definitely start to facilitate should i be elected right on so do you feel there's any other major highlights of your campaign that you haven't touched on yet well, um, I want to incentivize our young minds. You know, we have so many, so many talented people here. Absolutely. It's really mind boggling. So many intelligent people here. And so many that have to move off the island to make a living in their careers. Yep. Um, if we could incentivize those with these incredible minds that, that go away for their education, if we could incentivize them to come back, you know, with, with some kind of hiring bonuses, with fantastic actual wages or lowered rents, um, and, and essential workers. Nursing is an essential. It's an absolute essential for our communities. If, and teaching as well. If we could have more programs for nursing and teaching, um, and training and agriculture and those kind of things, and then give them some kind of subsidized break on their their rent as a thank you for what they are doing for our communities. That I think that that would help with the retention too, as far as um, 
you know, right now it's $40 and eight hours of training and you can become a substitute teacher because we're so desperate. You no longer need a degree other than a, a GED or, or a college high school diploma. A sweeping problem across America. It, you know, yes. it's a, but uh, yeah, no. And I absolutely feel you on, on, on trying to get the cakeys to stay, you know, I mean, my grandparents were, were those kids back mm-hmm. in uh, the Vietnam era. That's how my mm-hmm. grandfather took his way out because um, it just wasn't affordable to stay in Makawao. And my grandmother didn't want to just sit on the rock in the Pili anymore. So that was how they took yeah. the chance. And, uh, you know, it's been, it's been a long way back for my family. But I have to say that that's, that's something really important, especially seeing all these kids coming out of these new UH programs. Because we've got mm-hmm. kids, all these new, all these new arts programs, all these new like business programs. I mean, we're making some Akamai kids, but like we can't hold on to them because there's there's no jobs or or at least jobs willing to give them the opportunity. You know, I mean, I think that that's another thing too is that we have a whole whole generation of of discounted intelligence that that's just not really <laughs> been given a chance to shine because there there's a bias in that way too. I agree. I agree. And, you know, if we had those minds staying here, that is the answer to the shift away from tourism. Because then we function in all the other ways and we don't need to import nurses or these teachers that come for a year and are blown away by the cost of living. And so they leave. Or if we, you know, hired from within instead of hiring from the mainland, um, you know, then we would have the engineers and have people in agriculture and have people in education. And that would build our whole community up. I, I, um, I have a brother that's a park ranger and he worked in uh, Volcano National Park for 10 years and moved back to Mali when my mother was sick um, a year before she died. He, he moved back here and worked up at Haleakala and after she passed, he, he recently had to move to the mainland because his new boss was hired from the mainland and she was only promoting people that she would bring in and not promoting from the inside. And when he moved here from Volcano, he lost his seniority because he wanted to spend the last year, you know, with a mom before she passed. Um, so that was the sacrifice that he made, but now he's had to make another sacrifice in leaving the island altogether to get um, higher status as a park ranger in the National Park Service. And then his plan is to come back when he has that higher, you know, position. Wow. Yeah. There are challenges on so many different levels here. <laughs> That there are. Well, um, I will have to say this. There's, there's so much we unpacked and so much more that we could cover. So I'd like to ask you, can I get you back on air uh, sometime soon and we can, uh, we can cover more of this in detail? I'd love to. I would love to. Right on. So could you tell everybody how they could uh, support and follow your campaign and interact with you? Yes, you can go to votenaraboon.com. I have a lot of information on there now as it's building up as far as interviews and videos and 
more about me there's also a donate donate button on there if you'd like to help out i'm grassroots i'm not taking big money um i'm sticking with us i'm sticking with our community and that's who i care about um you can also go to facebook there is um vote nara boom for Molly County Council. It's a long title, <laughs> but it's there on Facebook and then on Instagram. I believe it's Boat Nara Boom as well. Um, and I do check my messages and I do respond to people. And I also want to say that those that are sending me the private messages of "I voted for you," um, I I cannot express the gratitude and the sense of responsibility I feel to fulfill that vote of confidence. It means the world to me. Right on. Well, we'll make sure to put all those links in the show notes and uh, we'll, uh, we'll cross our fingers for you and hopefully we'll have something positive to talk about after these primaries. Right. <laughs> right on sounds good <laughs> right on nara well mahalo for joining us today and we look forward to having you on again soon thanks for having me aloha aloha <gasps> rabbit holes is a manavacal production this episode was produced by Kavika Hoke and Sarah Rodriguez. Make sure to subscribe and follow on your favorite podcast platforms to add our weekly episodes to your queue.